Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. Jordan trying to shake off Starks. Oh, what a move! Against Gill, the crowd on its feet. Allen for the win! What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. Got the whole crew tonight to do a little something different. But uh, before we get into artists, entertainers, musicians that deserve Air Jordan collabs, how you guys doing? I'm doing well. I think this is going to be an interesting one, and I really hope this inspires us to do more episodes like this in the future. Go ahead, Michael. Oh, for sure, dude. I had like a, a lag for a second. No, I'm doing good, man. Uh, I'm excited for the episode. Just knocked down the sushi burrito. I'm cool. Like, I'm satisfied. Sushi burrito. I'm also doing super. <laughs> Nick is wearing Stussy. Robot's really sexy. Oh, hey, hey. Checks in the mail. <laughs> I mean, that's a five-star review I need. I don't need to read one because we don't have one. So let's just get started with the festivities because now Seriously. I've been called sexy. <laughs> exactly. So uh, what are you guys rocking and copping this week? Uh, rocking. You know, we're talking about entertainers and things like that. So I broke out uh, the... I watched the throne LeBron 16s. Like, yeah, feel like a good time. And Coppin, I feel dirty for you saying this because I, I think Robbie's sickness has rubbed off on me, but I kind of have an urge to buy a dunk, that fragment dunk. And then that TV signal dunk are just kind of like poking at me a little bit. Like, ooh, buy me, buy me. <sighs> we'll see, though. We'll see. <laughs> let, me, let me talk you out of that because that fragment dunk is trash. Everybody being so excited about that shoe – blows my mind it is the poor man's Derek jeter they literally handed that shoe down to him and was like hey so do you want to put your logo on this and he's like bet so <laughs> i got that, you <laughs> that shoe is not good that dunk drives me nuts there's a lot of so you can get like the michigan you can get the golden rod you can get a lot of dunks for about 200 bucks you're paying yeah. double which sucks but 200 still about retail on a lot of shoes don't buy that stupid, yeah, fragment dunk. I wore the 2014 retro of the Hirachi. Nice. From 1991. Nice. It matched my outfit. I was like, all right, I'm just going to go with the whole thing. I historically do not like Hirachis. This is the only Hirachi I'll ever love. It's the perfect colorway, the perfect amount of white, perfect materials. Scream green is just crazy enough. The blue just wraps it all together. This is all you need. I see people in all red Hirachis, all black, all white. There's many ways to skin that cat. 
and they're all useless. This is the only way you need to go, in my opinion. I didn't buy this year's retro because mine are still really clean. I only wear them like once every six to ten months. I don't like them that much. So it's a rare <laughs> wear, but they're but they're great. It's a fantastic shoe. I know the history behind it. It's important, but I don't like it very much. There just looks cool every now and again. And I'm still not trying to buy anything from the last episode we recorded. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying anything. I am buying maybe a video game for PS5. That Ratchet and Clank game looks pretty cool. Moist. But uh, oh, I also spent way too much. Undefeated got me for like 180 bucks yesterday. Okay, I got the umbrella. I got two beach towels. I got the swim trunks. I got oh, glasses. Man. Yeah, they I got me for like 180 bucks stuff. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot. And Supreme got me last week for a hundred or something like that. I totally forgot. And it's like, oh, I'm not going to buy anything. I'm not buying shoes. I'm still buying. <laughs> yeah. you're, yeah. you're, you're saying true to your character and your soul. But now yeah, the towel <laughs> matches the umbrella, matches my swim trunks, matches. Deep swag. I'm all set. See, I'm 20 days sneaker sober right now. I can say that. Like, I haven't bought a shoe since that, uh, since the Miami Nights. I looked at my receipt. It said May twentieth. We're I'm almost thirty days, you know, sneaker clean, which I feel good about. It's a powerful feeling. <laughs> Go buy other dumb stuff you don't need. Well, that's a different Miami. story. That's a different story. We're men. We're inherently dumb with our purchases, especially when we're in that podcasting game. Like, I feel like we have a little bit freer reign to go after dumb things. But hey, if anybody's going to try to follow up, Robbie, I'll attempt it. So for what I recently copped. Hey, nice. complete the circle. The Kaidi pack. And it's a vibrant shoe and your boy got it at the ES. So thank you for the pass. You who shall not be named, but who are very much appreciated. 40% off this can't beat that. And then, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try to follow my spirit animal, which is Robbie and his fiscal policies. And I will try not to cop anything because this was a impulse buy and you got to kind of limit those impulse buys. So Nick, how about you? Uh, so I rocked the uh, answer fours from, uh, I don't know if the date's actually on these, a few years back. 2014? Yeah, 14, maybe 15, something like that. Um. I forgot about those. Yeah, it's a good colorway. It's kind of it's kind of like not your typical grays that end up on, you know, you just don't see gray on a on a rebox at all, really. You know, um, as far as copying, um, the only thing I saw this week that I that I like had the thought of, yeah, I should probably get those is the. Uh, the like all black, triple black, uh, ultra Force ones, 40s. Yeah. <laughs> Hood activities. The future craft 40s and in, in, in all black are uh, pretty fire to me. So yeah, I doubt I'll cool. spend the money on them, but, um, you know. Nick, you being the baseball guy, are the is that onslaught of Griffey purchases out yet? Like with all the new colorways or is that another weekend away? Uh, I mean, it seems as if those are impossible to get Robbie and I talked a little bit about that. And, uh, uh I, I mean, I, I tried on the last couple and then there's another, you know, the black freshwater is, is one I didn't get the last time around. I should have, but I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where I'm not going to spend, I'm not going to spend resale for anything at this point. Um, yeah. 
if I get lucky or if somebody in the discord hits for me, that'd be awesome. But if not, you know, there'll be another shoe another day. Yes. Yep. That black freshwater man is, is so unnecessary, but it looks so good. I yeah. just, the it's 300 it's, bucks resale. Yep. It's dorky. It's bulky. How much? But it's three bones. I looked at my size. I want a pair. I was like, nope, you can keep them. I'll buy something else completely different. For the I black freshwater? I think wow. you're thinking of the pair that already released. Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry. Not the black freshwater. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's the, the white freshwater ones that just, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. Still, 300 bucks is unnecessary for a Griffey when they were on sale the last time they retro, last couple times they retro. Snaps. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm going to just throw this out there as a teaser. I'm so tired of seeing shoes like 9, 10, 18 months, 24 months in advance. I'm going to make a list of the greatest releases of 2032. <laughs> drop it on the site this week. Oh, uh, just, just so I can get ahead of everybody else that's posting early. <laughs> but um, I'm going to save that rant for, for another episode because we want to actually talk about something a little more realistic, I think, and a little bit what? more fun and a little less angry. <laughs> well, I mean, things that should happen as opposed to shit that shouldn't happen, right? I mean, just add Pat Leather to any Jordan 1. That's going to be released next <laughs> week. Um, you know, make it a low top, put an off-white tag on it, boom, you got everything in like 2032. Exactly. Um, but so what we want to do because Billie Eilish just, or I don't know, whoever put that out, I probably saw it on just fresh kicks. That seems to be my kind of default of uh, news lately, but Billie um, Eilish's the the Billie Eilish air Jordan one KO all volt. Uh, I actually, I actually like, let me roll that back. I actually like her and her music. Um, I think the shoe is dope for her, but it's not something that I would, wear or, or want so um that's kind of what got me into like this whole concept for today's show is you know what are those artists entertainers musicians uh that that deserve jordan collabs so i just got to say this while, while you're bringing up that shoe that's the most lazy collab i want to say i've ever seen that's literally just an exercise in color. So one color, and then he's put Billy eyelashes on the inside. That's How dare literally... you disrespect Macklemore that way? Hey. <laughs> you know what, Macklemore's had material, though. Like Macklemore's had some stuff. This is literally just a canvas, a knockoff Jordan 1 and one color that says Billy eyelashes on the inside. There is a rumor that there might be a Jordan 15 also, which... I've made my thoughts about that shoe very well known. That's just like this I'm, and some other recent releases are just like lazy, man. I'm pretty Ray sure somebody posted her wearing purple threes too that say Eilish on the side. Those will never release. Like the same reason why every good pair of Jordan 35s and 36s do not release. They want to look at them and think, oh, that's sick, but you're never going to touch them. It's stupid. See, I, I actually think that this is, it, it makes sense, right? She's kind of off the beaten path with her style, like, or at least, she, you know, she tries to be kind of off the beaten path, matches the color of her, of what her hair used to be. I think it's, I think it's a, you know, like, why do like the regular Jordan when, regular Jordan one, when they need to sell the KO anyway, this is a way for kind of the anti sneakerhead followers of her to 
grab a sneaker that's not as cool and is in high demand. I mean, we all know that it will be and it'll sell out and resell for crazy yeah. amounts, but like I think it's just enough off weird to be like the right choice for her. And as far as Jordan brand goes, like this is the formula that they've been using forever. So, I mean, this is just like the easy, I, I wasn't sh taking shots at Macklemore. I just think like that was a really lazy couple of colorways that they did with him too, where it's like, you know, let him be creative some way. Yeah. Like you gave him a shoe and then instead of releasing it, you released the Gatorade version that looked exactly like it. It just doesn't make sense. Very true. But I'm just, I'm not a Billie Eilish fan. I tried to listen to her music, but I got sick of listening to Whispers for an hour. So I was like, you know what? Listen, you leave ASMR Missy Elliott alone, all right? Well, There's some young ladies that are- her, her shoe's louder than her singing. That's all, that's the only good thing about the shoes. Is no, actually, I feel like, that's kind of her brand. Her brand is comfort. It's being very comfortable in what you are. And there's nothing wrong with just putting one color all over a shoe. There's pretty, it's a comfort thing because comfort sometimes is a, syn a synonym for lazy. And I think that's <laughs> it all circles back. It's true. I guess I'm the bad guy. I used the joke again, <laughs> but you guys didn't hear it the first time. So there you go. Uh, all right. So, I think what we'll do is uh, we'll, we'll go, I, I guess like I'll, I'll just kind of start um, and then I'll toss it to, to, you know, somebody next. And then we can just kind of pass the ball around uh, as we go through these names, because some of us probably have a little bit more input on these particular people that we put on this list than, than others. So uh, basically we didn't really put any, uh, I guess, guidelines out there or restrictions out there. So artists, entertainers, musicians, celebrities, whatever kind of goes. But uh, the first one that kind of comes to mind for me is, is DJ AM. Wore the Jordan ones on the red carpet to the Grammys. You know, I think even just like, I know they did the dunk for him, but he was also a massive Jordan collector, had a crazy collection of Jordans, which, you know, pop up on eBay and stuff every once in a while. But I think that'd be super dope to see a tribute shoe of some kind or something with like, you know, I'm sure he has like a foundation from his family, you know, something like that as, as a, a way to kind of give us, give a nod to him. Um, Adam Sandler, who wants to take Adam Sandler? I'll take this. This was kind of a inspiration from our pregame meeting. But when I see the various highlights of Adam Sandler playing uh, pickup across the nation, he gives a very team Jordan vibe. So I figured what better way to support the Sandman than give him his own Jordan, but at the caveat of being a team Jordan shoe, because I think there's nothing more that is an encapsulation slash embodiment of the Sandman's game where it's very effective, but it's also very deceptive and the best team Jordan shoes tend to be that. So that would be my explanation. Yeah, that's my thought. When you, as soon as I heard Adam Sandler, I thought of all of the little <laughs> clips I've seen of him just playing pickup ball everywhere in New York. So why not give the man a team Jordan? I say, what's the uh, the, the the pro strong? I feel like that's just like uh, that's Adam Sandler written all over it. Yeah. And then I will use a, yeah. Go ahead, Nick. It was Robbie? Oh, sorry. No, it's all I had to say was Abby Doobie. It's an Adam Sandler thing. Never mind. Hey, Robbie, uh, could you tell us the sound of what Adam Sandler was making in the most recent Adam Sandler movie that you were watching? I I really don't feel comfortable doing that for <laughs> some of our listeners. Can, can we just... I don't, go before ahead. we go too far off topic, can we just throw one caveat into the Adam Sandler shoe? Can it yeah. come with the like 
I don't know, 4XL shorts that he wears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, it's, it's, almost, it's almost like an homage to, was it TJ Ford that wore those like, like basically yeah. <laughs> down to his ankles shorts when he got drafted back Forbidden in the day? shorts on earth, man. Yeah. I, mean, I was going to say, there's a certain shorts Hall of Fame that in my mind, the first ballot Hall of Famers are Adam Sandler with the athletic baggy short. And then uh, Kevin Smith with those infamous denim shorts that basically look like a farm. All due respect to Kev. Like he's clearly tied it up. He's lost a lot of weight because I think he was suffering from a health concern. So I'm happy now that Kevin Smith has slimmed down. But I hope there's a tasteful Enya montage of those two just going back and forth in their greatest shorts <laughs> moments. Oh, man. Um, I mean, so this next one, though, I don't think makes very much sense because you can't put these two gentlemen in a box. I, no, I, feel like- I see as, as the person that put these next two gentlemen, because it is Jesus and Mero, a.k.a. the Bodega Boys. What better way to give them a little bit of credence than to get one over on the man that essentially ruined their childhood? Because Michael Jordan owned those <laughs> Knicks in a way. And I feel that Jesus and Mero, the least they can do is get their own Jordan. Now, granted, Robbie, I know you are as big of a fan of those two gentlemen as I am. And especially with Marrow's anti-Jordan pro-LeBron sentiments, it's probably not likely, but I'm always for those two gentlemen getting some shine because as we all know, the brand is super strong. They're fantastic. I mean, only thing I could see them doing because they're so New York is a Jordan 9 in either Tim's Wheat or a New York Nick blue and uh, orange. It's the only shoe I could see happening, but those two colorways. Yep. <laughs> That'd be sick though. I would not I mean, buy it. That'd be cool. I wouldn't buy it, but I appreciate it from afar. If the city of New York buys it, I feel like that alone would be just like enough for a top 10 just because they have the numbers game working for them. Facts. So next up, we got uh, Michael B. Jordan. And I'm going to just throw out there, if you haven't listened to the last episode that Robbie and I did, he had the idea of putting a stink, stink, (laughs) putting a Tinker Hatfield sketch on as a sketch on a shoe. Yes. Uh, so Michael B. Jordan, just because of his name, this could actually work. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's the easy money. Easy well, money. And they sponsored the first Creed movie. I, he may say some Jordan stuff in the second one. Oh, but he the, was first Jordan, Creed the first movie, Creed movie was an infomercial for Jordan. It's like yep. Jordan, 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 Jordan. Yeah. Are you I'm ready surprised that actually hadn't happened yet. You call it the Jordan B-side. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all pay Robbie for that one, Jordan Brand. Yeah, checks in the mail. You know, every brand takes ideas. I I put that one out there. It's free. I'm just trying to help you out, though. I'm trying to get you a little extra coin. (laughs) Free game. Crypto only from the man Robbie too. Let's let's get (laughs) on our level. (laughs) Damon Wayne's as the next one. That's crazy. Yeah, in. Yeah, I was I put that one down because I know that there's a friendship there between him and Michael Jordan. He's always kind of been in cameos. I believe he was on My Wife and Cades. I think Jordan has also kind of included Damon Williams and some of his stuff. And it just made sense for me because in a way that we see certain celebrities kind of follow LeBron, like I'll cite Jamie Foxx. Every time you see a LeBron post, there's some inspirational words from Jamie Foxx. I feel like Damon Wayans did that for Michael Jordan. Michael J. Jordan. I was about to say Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Not B. But I mean, that one episode of my wife and kids when he's going to the Jordan fantasy camp alone should have a shoe. It was hilarious. So That's a good point. This is a good point. All right. Next up, Skip Bayless. So that was mine as well. And my Fuck whole thing is 
He deserves nothing nice, Roy. He deserves nothing nice. No, here's Hard one. Pass. <laughs> here's the thing. I, I've watched enough of these like debate shows where somebody has to be the douchey foil to the every opinion that's being displayed. So my douchey opinion on this is no one person has done more for Jordan's legacy in the positive sense in the modern era than Skip Bayless. He has single-handedly convinced some 14-year-old out there that LeBron truly is the inferior player, despite never watching any Jordan film or any Jordan game. And I think just for like a pale of plugola almost like you just give that man like the worst shoe you can imagine even less than a team jordan and just be done with it so then he can kind of flex on what he thinks is a great shoe but in actuality is an actual turd of a shoe so that's my uh, spiel on skip bayless getting a jordan shoe i'm trying to think what shoe could we give him some kind of some kind of trunner like, no, he, he wears, no, he only wears retro. He wears yeah. he, on the air. He wears retros all the time. Well, don't give him a retro though. I don't want to give him that much respect. Now give him the Bordeaux Seven because it, that I swear is like their yeah, in place of emergency. Let's just release Let's this give him again. A seven low. Ooh, ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Those they belong together. <laughs> what if about an Air Jordan Double Low, where it's like a uh, low flight shot forty-five from Happy Hour? <laughs> I, I appreciate the flight forty-five. Like that one might be just as good. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I just can't, I can't condone anything for Skip Bayless. <laughs> Nor should LeBron he. took his girlfriend or something. Like he's so mad at LeBron for like doing something to him. I hope there's some subliminal thing in Space Jam too, where it just eviscerates Skip Bayless. Like there's like a Skip Bayless Looney Tune that gets pulverized by the death ray. And then like, that's the end of Skip Bayless. Ideally. Second. Yeah. Second that. <laughs> All right. Up next, we got Kid Cudi. Yeah, he's got Adidas like one. He, True. There's other people the on day, the list that got Adidas too, though. Yeah, but back mm. in the day when he first came out, like Man on the Moon time, I mean, he was in an era of all that, you know, we're going to name some more of these people, so I don't want to give them away, but they were all like in big, like Jordan 3, Jordan 4, Jordan 6. So he was one of those guys out there that was really rocking them hard until he got the, the bag from Adidas. No, I just feel like whatever Jordan you give him just has to come with a melodic CD of him humming for 45 minutes to really get in that mood. Maybe he hums the Alan Parsons project of Cirrus, but that's just me. Bring that, bring back the briefcase and the CDs. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm for it. Bye bye. We're probably right. dropping them. <laughs> dropping the music for us. All right. Next one Jerry Seinfeld. This actually seems to me like a total missed opportunity already, right? Huge. Yeah. yeah. It should have been done years ago. I don't understand how they've gone this long. He's been on cover complex. He's openly talked about sneakers, been on like a sneaker song. Like, come on, like get a man a shoe. He has heaters. Like, he, come on. Give me the Michael B. Jordan B movie collaboration and it just be like a yellow and black three. And. <laughs> I'll be happy. And I, it's absurd to me, to Mike's point, to Robbie's point, to Nick's point. There is somebody that has been showing sneakers a lot of love that we, not we necessarily, because I think the sneaker industry gives him his proper kudos, but average Joes on the street don't realize how connected Seinfeld is to that scene, whether it's through relationships with brands. I mean, every time I watch coffees and cars with comedians, he seems to have a fresh pair that also corresponds with whatever car he's driving. So the man mm-hmm. is a low key sneakerhead. Yeah. Definitely. High key sneaker head. High he's key. Always, yeah, he's <laughs> been into it forever. All right, I'm going to just let Robbie run with this next one because this is a long time coming. 
man, and, and, and it sucks because we've been watching his show, and I love him as a person. I really do enjoy me some Jason Sudeikis, and I got a little shady in the past for no reason. I don't know why, but Jason Sudeikis probably should have the Jordan. Um, I feel so bad, man. I, I want to like issue a formal apology here live. <laughs> Come on the show, Jason Sudeikis. I'm just, love to sometimes you get jealous, and um, <laughs> jealousy isn't a, a beautiful color on me. But no, he could definitely rock like a Jordan three for any Jordan. Really, he knows how to put yeah. that, an outfit together. Yeah, I'm I'm more yeah. focused on who the hell put the next one on there. I did. What? Tony Hawk. Yes. You're like 40 years too late, bro. Missed that boat. <laughs> well, I mean, Jordan's slowed everything, though. Let's be honest. They have co- collaborations like, dude, why didn't you do that years ago? Uh, Jordan, The Jordan 1 is 36 years old. How am I 40 years too late? <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> Talk about it, Nick. That's that common core math. And That's that common I, core. I, I just thought of... Years. <laughs> I just thought of like all those guys wearing the Jordan ones and you know, you've seen like Lance Mountain oh, yeah, yeah. get his and stuff. And I still think that as much as Tony Hawk is like the most successful skater of all time and the only skateboarder to skate in the white house and all these crazy things that he's done. He's also still like totally underappreciated in yeah. some weird way. It's like, it's like he's too good at the sport because the sport is is not as like polished as other sports. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like yep. if, if Tony Hawk was, if Tony Hawk is in the NBA, then, you know, he's a God because he's, he's you know, Jordan. meticulous, I mean, right? Yeah. Yep. He's from one chairman of the board to another chairman of the board. He's transcended his sport like Jordan has. And the fact that the skateboards are in the Olympics this year, if we even have an Olympics, that is a testament to the work that Tony Hawk has done as not only an athlete, but also a missionary, a diplomat, and just overall representation of that sport. And he can do no wrong. And he's also undefeated in terms of PR. Like, knock on wood, we have never heard about a misstep about Tony Hawk. He seemingly has that 100% universal Q rating. And yeah, I think he's more than deserving of a shoe. I agree with Nick on that one. Well, he, he already created his own Jordan 1 commercial. Like, he was driving up the kid. To, uh, he's like, do a kickflip. Oh, I got my Jordans on. They're meant for skating. You're welcome, Tony Hawk. You're welcome, Jordan Brand. That yeah. was free too. I, I love that he he continues to post. Uh, you know, people that are like like asking him his name. Well, that's the funniest you follow stuff. Him on yes. social. It's yeah. great. It's like, what's your first name? Tony. Last name Hawk. Oh, that's a funny name. How do you and not know who that is? It's like, Maybe it's yeah. just us who are like who love like just that those out there sports like skateboarding. But I would recognize him on the street. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I would. But, yeah. That's why it's funny, people, because so many people would recognize him. And it's the fact that so many people don't. Oh, I feel like they wouldn't know. It's, I don't the know. Dis- I- it's the cognizant disconnect. Okay. Let me do an experiment. How many of our significant others or moms would recognize Tony Hawk on the street? All of them. You think so? Mm, None of them, actually. I don't think either. Not my mom. Definitely. I think Cam would. I would have to. We've never had this discussion about Tony Hawk. So I have to have the discussion first. So I say this, yeah, I say this because uh, we were at a New Year's party once, and my significant other didn't know who Fabio was, and we literally put up four random celebrity photos, and I was like, I think you know who Fabio is, but pick who you think Fabio is, and she got it right. So I think if you give them that kind of exercise, yes, but otherwise, no. But I digress. 
going to try this now. This is on my to-do list. Thanks, bro. That's what I do. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, I put I put this one on there. I'm going to let somebody else speak on it, but Rihanna. Rihanna, sorry. Uh-huh. I feel like if she didn't have a Puma deal, like she'd been wearing Jordans for yeah. forever. See, I feel like she would go LeBron because LeBron's her guy. Yeah, she follows him everywhere he goes. It's like she would deny a Jordan deal. She would wear them, but she would if she had the choice, give her LeBron over a Jordan. I, I, I agree with Road on that one. All right. I don't really want to see if you can go downtown. <laughs> you can't I, I will use this opportunity to kind of look at our list and realize the females aren't that well represented. So I'll throw one out there. Speaking of goats, give me a Meryl Streep colorway because I feel she deserves that. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know how to follow that up. I don't know how to respond to this. <laughs> huh. Goats represent goats. That's what we do here at Sneaker History. Allegedly. I don't know. I, I just felt bad. Looking through that list again, I'm like, this Rihanna thing, she needs more like company on the list. And maybe that's a sexist thing for me to say, but I'm like, give give my acting goat her version of the Jordan 11. All right. That's fair. I tip the hat to you for for I see what you're doing. I I can appreciate that. Mario in the chat also had had a Issa yes. Rae on there too. That uh, is a fantastic suggestion, Mario. What was the the lady in Master of None with Aziz Ansari? Oh, I want to say Lena. Lena, Lena um, not Lena. No, 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 no. I can't. I don't know. I can't think of the right name. I, her name. I Wait, know. Ray, Lena Wait. Yes. Wait, yeah. That is the answer. Yes, was I think it? she's big into sneakers as well, and I, I'm not sure what brands, but I know. I don't know if she's like in the sneaker shopping or something, but I've seen her. I think she's big in the shoes as well. Oh, it was, uh, crap. What's the show on Complex? I've been trying to be funny. Just can't think of the name of it. Sneaker uh, shopping with Joe LaPuma? No, no, no. The one with Trinidad. I just had a blank. Those are all guys. Full size run? No, yeah. she was on the, thank you, full size. She was on the show though. She was? She was a guest, like I was oh, on the okay. Complex Con episodes. Not right. ringing a bell. <laughs> <laughs> I will find it. We will reconvene later. Is that Bueller? Bueller. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next up, uh, probably something that should already happen, but I feel like Nike might have dropped the ball with Kanye West. Yeah. Who put that one? I did. Yeah. <laughs> Nick was just the, the craziest of ideas over here. Think big. Dude, no, I I agree with them because I I but I want to I want to combine it with someone else on our list that we'll talk about later because there was a moment in time where they were just rocking Jordan Six infrareds heavy both of them, and that was an opportunity that was missed. Jordan Six infrareds and Aqua Eights. Yep, man, both those shoes they 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 should have just done it. But all right, this this one's this next one's you, Robbie. Because my ideas are good. I'm kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> Look at this guy. He's trying to win at the list again. Don't rock the boat, Robbie. If she was alive, I think Aaliyah would have been cool to have. She could have been like the early onset of every other pretty much female with the sneaker, be it Jordan, Puma, Adidas, Nike. doesn't matter. I feel like she was getting like the kind of like fashion streetwear stuff down in a public eye to match with their talent to make all those things kind of be more visible for females in the nineties. So like if she could have had like a Jordan shoe, if she was still alive, I mean, realistically it never would have happened at that time, but like if she was still with us, 
by early 2000s, maybe that kind of stuff could have gotten moving sooner. So yeah. I, I will say this controversial take in a sense, I think the energy that we've given to Beyonce and kind of propelled her up to being the global icon that she deserves to be. I think if Aaliyah doesn't die, I think Aaliyah kind of gets there first because she was just kind of trending that way. And I think yeah. Aaliyah was probably a better actress than Beyonce. So yeah, I think that's a very astute pick by you, Robbie. Have you seen yeah. Goldmember, dude? Better actress? What are you talking about? Have you seen her cameo in Dr. Doolittle? No. Exactly, because it doesn't exist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It's> like, everyone's <laughs> like, did that happen? But dude, I really think that, I, I feel like right now, the late, uh, the the woman in, in Sneaker who kind of closely represent Aaliyah's style, which I think mm -hmm. most people say this, because they resemble slightly be a Laylee May. Yeah. So that would probably, we maybe have seen something resembling that early 2000s. So now if that was the case, yep. maybe. We don't know. Though. All right. Next up, we got uh, Michael Sarah. I also put this one here because I'm a genius. If his brethren from Superbad can get an Adidas collab, why can't Michael Sarah get a Jordan collab? Right? If there's a Jonah Hill Adidas, wasn't there a Michael Sarah Jordan, right? Because I like, feel like Michael Sarah only wears like all birds. I could be wrong, but he seemed like he didn't like care about no, you. No, of course. No, he probably doesn't know <laughs> what Jordan is. But just oh, I'm going from... to drop some, some crazy, oh. ridiculous knowledge on you guys right now. Go for it. I'm waiting now. Concepts did the Freedom Trail pack in like 2009, right? It was a 1500 yeah. and a, I want to say it's a 540 boot. I can't remember the model number of the boot, but they were all brown. And Michael Sarah wore those on like the the red carpet, like I think multiple times Dang. when they came out. I don't even, I wonder how that even happened, right? Like, did they actually send them to him or did he just like, oh, these are cool? Because he didn't wear the 1500, which would be like the sneakerhead choice, right? He wore the sense. boot. It's so bizarre, but. I think it's on brand. No, nobody, nobody really needs to know that. Like, but I just am happy that I could get that out of my head right now. Thank you guys. I love but you guys so much. We're all smarter now because we do know. So yeah, like that. Now I'm looking it up. I'm like, now I have to find pictures of this because I'm too curious for my own good. Yep. I would not call that useless. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to let you roll with this one, Robbie, because I think you had a, had a strong opinion on, on. Because one likes to get jiggy with it. Is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> one, one jiggles. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> to jiggle with it. No, it's funny because my dad used to play um, that both of i think all of his albums pretty much hey, on on tape cassette big willie style was a a moment so don't you ever oh, yeah. you better not say no 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 i mean no i enjoy i don't i would never listen to it now but i never hated it i was like you know i was between eight and 12 i was like all right whatever it's cool um but will smith man so i know we got the grape jordan five Nowhere on it did it say Will Smith. Really nowhere on it were there any ties to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The only tie to Will Smith was him in like one 30-second long Instagram video showing it off. That's the only part. It was the most useless Air Jordan 5 ever. I understand you want to show off the memories of him wearing no laces in it. But why would you release a shoe with no laces? Why would you mule the Jordan 5? 
Why would you? Was oh my god! It, it reminds me of like what they did with the Vapor Max a couple times. There's like let's just make this a slip on. Fuck it. It's like well no let's let's not do that ever. Like let's just not. And the fact that people had to go in with like three hole punches and like put holes in their grapes because it's been so long since there's what 2006 was the last good grape retro. The 2013s were covered in so much polyurethane that it just stunk. Those were like the worst retros ever. So it's been close to 15 years without a good retro. And then you give us a laceless Jordan five with no real ties to big Willie style, man. It's shameful. It really, cause that like Jordan, what do we count the bell? Would would you consider that the biggest atrocity of this millennium? Yes, I would. Especially when you think about how he was the first guy. I mean, everybody loved Jordan and like then people wearing Jordans on court. He wasn't the first ever, but he was definitely one of the first people to put Jordans in the like context of fashion for all of America. Black, white, brown, boy, girl. Will Smith in that show was for everybody. So Not you got to see that. all the Jordan fits, all that stuff. And that the fact that he hasn't been paid tribute to correctly blows my mind. To your point as well, Robbie, he was probably the greatest global ambassador for Jordan brand because a lot of these countries may not have had access to NBA games, but I guarantee you there's a fresh syndication run of Fresh Prince Bel-Air right now in the most obscure parts of the world. And he's getting these fits off again and again and again. Nope. Makes me so mad. All right. Next up. So I, I put this on there. But I, I want to preface it by saying this is like 80s Dave Mustaine, not anything in the past 20 years, because Dave Mustaine is a, was a guitarist uh, for Metallica originally, or yep. maybe a band before that, but Metallica and then uh, Megadeth. But he used to rock crazy heat all the time on stage, which I just thought was dope as a kid. It was just like, you know, a little shithead hated everybody and wanted to scream along with the music. So um, I, I, I kind of already just alluded to, he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't make the cut, but <laughs> I do think it was cool that he wore you that stuff. Out I want to talk about him really quick. Yeah. Basically <laughs> off of it. yeah. Nick's metal moment brought to you by Megadeth. <laughs> um, all right. Next up. I don't remember who put this. So uh, whoever wants to take it. I'll take it. Uh, and really, this is just for a single moment in time. And that moment was Michael Jordan's last All-Star game. And if some of us remember who sang the national anthem and did the halftime performance, it's one Mariah Carey in the infamous blue dress. No, no, not that one. But the one that was embellished with the Washington Wizards jersey. And I think for her dedication to that man, she should at least get some sort of Jordan slide at the very least. So Jordan Mariah Carey. Heel? Yes, let's do that. A slide <laughs> in the high heel. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, I, I just, mean, yeah, go ahead, uh, Mike. No, go, I was saying that I, I, I see, I see where you're going with that one. It makes, it makes, it makes some kind of sense over here. I mean, why not? Cause she did, didn't she do the, the Wizards dedication, then the Bulls one? So listen, a mismatch pair. Go ahead, Mariah Carey, make you a couple extra dollars. Like you need it. You get paid every Christmas. Stop messing with us. That's fair. 
I wonder if anybody's uh, ever actually figured out if those were actually made by Jordan or if she just bought knockoffs and rocked them because I I guarantee you that that's knockoff worthy because we would have heard about it if they were Jordan because they would have loved to have been like, these are one of one. Yeah, back to brag. But then how do they even let that slide presenting for Michael Jordan wearing fake, you know what I mean? I mean, so my, my argument is this, if we remember, I think most of the shots of her in that day were from like the waist up. So we did not see the, uh, whatchamacallit, the heels on the actual TV footage, because I think they knew these were some shitty knockoffs. All right. Also fair. the fact she's a diva, she can get away with stuff because that's kind of her identity in the music world. All right. What's next? <laughs> I think Robbie, Robbie you were, yeah. I was looking through the list. I was trying to think of like the entire time we were talking. I'm like, what's an appropriate Mariah Carey like blurb? And just, I was so deep in my own thought thinking of something stupid. <laughs> so LL Cool J, this is why I put Big L. A, because he is on Sirius XM radio every, at least once a day. And at least once a day, I had to be made horny. Because he plays a very sexy music, and it's just all of like the he is so sensual, and it's like, Mister, ladies did love Cool J or still do love Cool J. It is crazy. Um, anywho, he is so uncle-y. like he gives off uncle vibes so hard. Now, I want to see like a Team Jordan, maybe something like a new Arrow Trainer or something. So then like big uncle vibes where it's like he thinks it's the coolest shit ever, but they're really just some like this good normal Jordans you could get at Foot Locker. Like <laughs> his brand now is just so digestible that like let's let's just give him some uncle. Let's just like you know, uncle vibes. Uncle Big L. So two cool. points. I'm all about that. If you can give me a shark colorway, because we know LL Cool J's <laughs> song was deepest, bluest. My head is like a shark fan. Deepest, yeah. bluest. My head is like a shark fan. And I just wonder what like 1980s LL Cool J would make of modern day LL Cool J. I feel like there'd be a begrudging respect, but at the same time, I don't think NCIS LA is going to do wonders on the street cred for uh, <laughs> no. LL. Let let me say this though to clarify, doing it is literally on the radio once a day. Yeah. So I'd hear That's doing it, doing it, and doing it well <laughs> with the moaning and the sexual sounds. And it's like thinking of that and then seeing current day, it's just <laughs> so uncle-y now. It's like he was the biggest player. He was the crazy uncle back in the day. He comes back, he sits you down. He's like, come sit on my lap, little nephew. <laughs> tell tell oh, you a story dear. about all this stuff i smashed back in the day now he's just married got a couple kids you know nice jeans sensible toyota a, a very good just like uncle well, my man drives a prius for a reason it's good for the environment and helps the uh, uh what is it marine ecosystem and lastly if we can get a whale watching version of the doing it and doing it well song but instead of the moaning we get like white sounds <laughs> That'd be scarring. But. <laughs> Only thing I've gathered from this piece of conversation is that I'm canceling Robbie's Sirius XM radio. You get no more. <laughs> it gets aggressive. And he has a radio station. It's Rock the Bells, right? Yeah. So I think he's playing his own song, and as he should. He's playing his own song once a day. And it's always about, you know, 11 to 1 in the afternoon. I'm coming home from errands. And Numerous. next thing I know, 
it's 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 a strip club in the car. It's crazy. <laughs> I I, th- I think maybe we should start a GoFundMe for so Robbie can get Spotify. Yeah, we gotta move here. We gotta move to subscriptions somewhere, bro. I'll share my password with you, Robbie. <laughs> no, nah, man, the, the car came with the free series for a while. I like the series too. I like the sway. Oh, I'll sway the water. I like yeah. all the stuff. It's great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, rock the bell is very sexual at about eleven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next up, uh, this one was you, Rowett. Uh, yeah, so I figured we are talking about one of the most prolific people to represent Chicago. Why not get a son of Chicago? So common. And I think it's one of those things that he has kind of done so much narration for all basketball related activities. Why not give him his own commercial where he can narrate about his velvety smooth voice and his velvety smooth shoe? So common was my pick there. Top five rapper. Come fight me about it all day. Common deserves a shoe. B is one of the best rap albums ever. He deserved a sneaker just for putting that out. Wow. I'm not going to disagree with Mike. I, think, I, I, I will. I will stand by that any day of the week. I know. Even like Water for Chocolate, I think it's just as good as B. It just didn't have the Kanye West and the Just Blaze production behind it. Fair. So, fair, fair. answer me this: Did Common ever say "Call me Big Daddy" and scream my name? <laughs> no more serious. Andy Rain? I didn't think so. No, I didn't he did think not. So. He did not. <laughs> and I'm hoping he shows up in NCIS Cyber Crimes Unit so that way he can try to match LL on that front. Sorry, Mario. That was my Common answer. makes love. Big L does it. <laughs> Oh man. All right. <laughs> Rocky uh, does it too. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky Next up we got ASAP Rocky. All right. So this was mine again. Uh similar to kind of what we were saying about I uh Ilya. Wow. I turned full Missouri there. Ilya. I think ASAP Rocky walked so Travis Scott could run in terms of the Jordan collaboration because Prior to Travis Scott, I never saw a young rapper so closely associated with fashion. So I thought ASAP Rocky might have been that pick. But yeah, he's kind of just doing his own thing. Occasionally he'll release music, but I think he's very content just kind of being kind of a modern day P. Diddy or Diddy in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. You would would think that he would have actually like, or his people would have actually pushed for that to actually happen, right? Because Mm -hmm. he rocked a lot of Jordans early on. And then we got a like Osiris D3 Under Armour knockoff out of it. And then Jeremy Scott wings. I oh, I mean, he rocked that. Like, I think the wings were everybody in that, like, kind of, I, I, don't, I don't know how you describe that, but that's high space. fashion rappers, right? Fat, like, yeah, yeah, that's a good, good. You know, they're good like fit. aware of their aesthetic. It's a natural choice for him to wear Jeremy Scott at that time. But like the mm-hmm. Under Armour partnership still just is, is so bizarre to me. It was like, okay, what and then like did it even release who got that shoe like i think they're like 12 pairs that was it (laughs) they're right next to my big baller brand lonzo one so (laughs) um all right so i think mike you were alluding to this next one so i'll let you have it yeah so next on the list is jay-z and i had originally put them together on the list uh when we were doing it uh, because I just think the Watch the Throne era, I mean, yeah, we got the LeBron, but that was super limited. And then we got the release of the 16. But I mean, he has a line spilling ace of my sick J's. Him and Kanye were rocking uh, freaking infrared sixes like they were going out of style. Like you couldn't find them because they owned all the stock of them. And even recently, he had his deal with Puma. He had a pic, he was pictured wearing Union Fours in like his backyard or something. Like the band's been rocking hard. Look at all of the old pictures of him courtside at any any game 
why, why are we playing games right now? Jordan Brand, you didn't offer the bag, so Puma stepped in. No, I mean, I'll just say the anecdote that I took a photo of in Soul Provider, the Scoop, uh, Scoop Jackson book, where I guess when the Jordan 11 first came out, Jay-Z wanted a pair and infamously he told uh, the Jordan product manager that was on the call with him, you know, a lot of things ran with Reebok and I can't think of anything, maybe bok choy, but even that's just the first syllable, but that's a bridge too far even for Jay-Z's rhyming, but he deserves that for sure because he is the Jay-Z of the rap game and I'm not going to hear anything else, much like Mike said, he's not going to hear anything else about Common being a top five MC. It's fair. Jay-Z is too big for Jordans, I think. Fair. Sure. Say that now, yeah. Would you consider him too big for other brands? Well, because, I mean, Puma, he can really... Nobody at Nike is going to give him any control of Jordan brand. Puma, he's like, what, the technically the director of whatever... The director of basketball, I think. Something, I think. whatever. Like, if Jay-Z is going to do something, Jay-Z is going to do something. He needs to have... He's yeah. going to want room to make the moves he wants to make. So right, Jordan right. brand's going to be like, hey, so we have these designs for you. Which one are you going to coast? Like, no, 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 no. And yeah. still, I, I kick myself in the butt for not even trying to buy these. The 444 Pumas are still one of the cleanest collabs because yeah. they're so simple, but they're so J. It's just like elegant, clean, timeless. Like a Ro he's, he's like a Rolex. Jay-Z's like a Rolex. It never goes out of style. Always flawless, always on point, always on time. This, that was a great shoe I wish I bought. But he didn't, yeah. he's too big for Nike. Yeah, he's definitely the anti-job rule in that sense because he's not always there on time. But Jay is. I thought he was going to start singing for a second. I'm like, let's go. Come on, Robbie. You can do it. Always on time. <laughs> Leave you. By the way, on StockX, the aforementioned 444 are a cool $44,444. Bro, I thought you were going to say $44. I was going to buy them immediately. Oh, no, no. No, sir. If they were $44, I would send you the receipt of me buying them at that price. <laughs> Hey, well, well, on to different things then, I guess. Yep. <laughs> All right. I think the next one's mine as well. Um, this is going to be kind of up there with, with Nick and his uh, Dave Mustaine. I got Slash, the guitarist for Guns N' Roses. If anybody looked at pictures back in the day, he was a heavy, heavy fan of the Jordan 1, especially the world fell away. He beat those things to the ground. And one with this famous you know, long hair and top hat, I mean, closest thing I think we've seen to maybe a you know Guns and Roses type sneaker, something they would have wore, be the define where they had like the missing swoosh and the thread it's hanging off. That's something that quite you know that that, that rocker kind of like, you know defiant thing that they did. So I think they had a missed opportunity, I guess, years ago. But there's no such thing as a collab back then, probably. So yeah, I mean, going back to the Dave Mustaine thing, I, I would just go with Slash if you're going with the rock star, right? Like. You don't have to question his anything. He's stuck to his rock star guns all of his life. All of them. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's, how do you and, want to do these last? Oh, go ahead. And uh, if there's ever a, a Nick Engvall Jeopardy, the very first cassette tape I ever bought that was explicit lyrics was Guns N' Roses' Appetite for Destruction. So I feel like Greg has timestamped this in the podcast, and that will be a question for our end of year trivia explosion. 
<laughs> I gotta remember this myself. I'm like, all right, remember what Nick <laughs> Nick became delinquent, guns and roses. <laughs> Use your <laughs> illusion one and two. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> oh. All right. All right, Mike, so, you're up again. Yeah, so as we're coming to the uh the finish line, the next one up is I mean, when I say the name, everyone's gonna be like, yeah, that makes sense. But Wale, I mean, he's been riding and dying for sneakers for as long as we all know, have known. So it makes sense for him to have a Jordan. I mean, he already had an ASIC from understanding. He has two ASICs, gel light threes, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it's about dang time he gets gets one. I mean, if we given shoes to everybody else, if Billy Eilish has a Jordan, y'all basically just spit in the face of Wale. Let's just be fair. It's Billy it's, eyelashes. You're well, saying it wrong every time. It could be Billy Madison. I don't care. I don't listen to her music. Talky, talky, talk. No more talky. <laughs> no, I think uh, my only ask is it'd be paired with a nice foam or we get the first Jordan foam because I think that is also mm-hmm. Wale's essence and his influence in the sneaker game. That could be cool. I'll take it. Yeah. Just the respect. Give the man his respect. That's all I ask. His flowers. All right, what's next? next. The little red Corvette. <laughs> well, we got we got Pharrell next, who is getting at Adidas oh. money right now. But again, looking back at one of the streetwear slash fashion godfellows of hip hop, he wore a lot of Jordan threes, Jordan fours, and I think Jordan fives. He was a lot of pictures you see, mainly black cement, white cement threes. I mean, I know NERD had to dunk, but I feel like you could have done a lot with, with Pharrell in a Jordan 3 or Jordan 4 at that time, especially when he's like, everyone's dressed like him. I mean, Bape, uh, any, anything, like, he, they wanted it. So Pharrell's a part of No One Ever Really Dies, and I believe that he will eventually get that Jordan deal. It just might be 30 years down the line because he's very much entrenched in Adidas right now and the human race stuff. So, no, I would love to see him because I think he he would do wonders, especially for the three silhouette in my mind, but that's just me. Kind of like Jay-Z with Puma. I feel like he has so much room. Like, who says no? And it's based off the releases. Who says no to what Pharrell wants to do? release wise at adidas i'm sure somebody literally does and there's somebody on the adidas side that collaborates with him but for the most part he's been able to pull inspiration and colors and fabrics and his ideas from across any spectrum he wants and again jordan nike can be pretty suffocating in those senses so it'd be sick but i think for young pharrell yes yeah, with, you know him and Chad Pharrell. Yeah, but I think Pharrell now, like, he's such a big, he's such a big brand that like he doesn't need Nike. Like, Adidas works for him because like Adidas is hip and it's like fun and it's like fluid, you know. Yeah, yeah probably so. a ton, a lot more freedom for him. Yeah, creative there too. Yeah, it's a little red Corvette. This is a little red Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine a Jordan fourteen. But purple, but little red Corvette. So you, you, you do one in red. I know it's a Ferrari and a Corvette, two different, but they're close enough. Close enough. Um, you do one purple, you do one red, you make a mismatch, or you do a two pack or a two Pac. I'm surprised Pac didn't make the list here. Oh, crap. I didn't think about that. Um, but Prince, 
that would be sick to do like a purple and then a red, like a red race car colorway and then like a purple, your stereotypical purple rain. Well, as soon as the Charlie Murphy story came out on the Chappelle show with him playing basketball and there's proof that he actually played basketball and the story's real, like co-signed by brother Eddie Murphy. How did nobody jump on this, especially Jordan Brand, to come out with like the purple rain, like Jordan one or purple yep. rain Jordan eight, where we got the aqua just make the whole thing like purple sway. Like, how did we not do this already? Uh, I mean, another one would be the Batman one, right? Because one oh. of the he did the soundtrack for the was it the first Batman or the, the second whole, Batman? Yep, nineteen eighty nine Batman did the whole soundtrack to it because he did not get to play the Joker, so that was his consolation prize. Yeah, so there you go. Know useless, useless knowledge. <laughs> Listen, Guns N' Roses, Batman soundtrack, who says we're not dignified? Who says we're not classy? <laughs> All right. Last oh. up on our list so far, King of Pop, Michael Jackson. I mean, the jam video. He literally was in a music video with Michael Jordan. We have nothing else to say here. He has a plethora of colors from a, a thriller, a beaded, uh, smooth criminal. We, we can, I can give you a collection. Complexion. Complexion. It can change in the sunlight from black to white. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. And on top of that, the internet's been fooled because people photoshopped Michael Jackson wearing royal the ones and, and black and red ones. And people think that he actually wore them back in 85, but he didn't. So yep. we could just, you know, it, it's almost like, uh, you know, the theory that the dub zero came from a fake site and then became made because it was so popular on the fake site. I don't know that that's true or not. I would never say that Urban that's legend. true. Or, God, yeah. I hope that's true though. That'd be awesome. But I mean, you could totally do that with Michael Jackson. Oh my Easy, much like Michael Jackson loves the kids and he wants that to be known by the world. So thank you for that T. God, uh, all right. Oh, R. Kelly one. Would it be P. Yellow? Nope. We're, oh, oh, right, that's all the time we have today. It's secret history. Yeah. We're out now. We're done. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here and I'm gonna give you guys like thirty seconds mm-hmm. to choose the three off this list that you would, that you think should happen today. Oh gosh. Okay. All right. I can, I can do this. I got my three. Yeah. I have mine too. All right. Yeah. Start it up. Go for it. Row it. Okay. Uh, I will go with the aforementioned Jerry Seinfeld. And I really like the suggestion in the comments that instead of a, what though, we call it, what's the deal with for his shoe. So kudos to, I think, was that you T easier? Was that you Mario that came up with that line? Because I thought that was a brilliant execution of that. I think another person that probably gets his own shoe just because of the fact that he is kind of on the up and coming uh tip and then also the fact that he shares the name with the brand itself so michael b jordan come on down you get your own shoe as well and then lastly because i like the pick and i was jealous i never made it tony hawk chairman of the board let's give you also your own three robbie how about you michael (laughs) sarah sticking to my gun to that one you really are (laughs) ll cool j also sticking to my guns with that one and (laughs) rihanna rihanna all right. Uh, Rihanna right. could have, she would rule the world if she I'm had not saying she wouldn't. Jordans. I'm just I just think it's uh, I don't know. Oh no, nah, no, nah, what's my name, you know? <laughs> All right, what do you got, Mike? All right. I will go with man, this is tough. 
Ogle Will Smith. I have to go. I have to go Tony Hawk as well. Uh, and then last, I am going to go Wale because he just at this point just deserves it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a little curveball in on mine because I think Mario said Martin Lawrence, and we totally oh! missed. Oh, you got LeBron uh, in your list, Mario. Yeah. But I think uh, he said Martin Lawrence, and then I believe he said Bill Murray, which is another good Ooh, one. That's but, a great answer. Yeah, I think I think Martin Lawrence, Tony Hawk. Uh, I'm gonna go with Slash. Really I'm gonna go with Slash because you guys said Seinfeld. Oh, <laughs> we forgot Robin Williams. I I saw somebody yeah, in the comments, and I completely yeah. forgot about him. Yep. It was a, it was a, it was, it was cool though. I'd love to see some of these people get some, some Jordan three. Martin Lawrence, Tony Hawk and slash. Okay. I I feel like, I feel like an asshole not saying Jerry Seinfeld though. I feel like. What's the deal with that angle? Exactly. I feel like he, he has to be at the top of the list of these people because he's so he's even got years on on Wale, right? Wale yep. is 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 the Seinfeld fan. That whole complex yep. cover was so dope to see revisited. But all right. Well, I guess leave a comment, and let us know what you guys think. Who who should who should get a Jordan collab? Who's deserving of it? Give us your top 3 in the comments. Uh make sure you give uh everybody a follow. Follow us on Twitch if you're watching now. Guys, let them know how they can find you. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at madwatcher789. Sneaker history all day, every day. And of course, YouTube at Mike Guillory. How about you guys? You can find me at Michael Sarah's fan club. <laughs> the one member. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at RoadM13, on Twitter at Roheasy. And after this, we probably have some Seinfeld queued up. So I will cry my tears into watching an episode. <laughs> Right on, and I'm at Nick Ingball on all platforms. Thank you for watching, tuning in, following, subscribing, all that good stuff. If you want more, if you want to connect with us, uh, join the Patreon slash Discord. And we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. See ya. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, And we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.